0: Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined.
1: Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading.
0: This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.
1: Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Hola, Lugo. You're not where I thought you were or where you should be, but that's, uh, you know, technology allows us to connect even when we're not not connected. So where in the world are you, man? Yeah. I was looking for you. I went by your house and I knocked on the door, and yeah, oh. the wife opened up the, the door, and she said, "He's not here." So, oh wait a minute, no, mm. I was I was dreaming. Interesting. That. I was dreaming. Oh, uh, you,
0: you were certainly <laughs> dreaming. Yes. <laughs> From Colorado to the... San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to knock on the door and then go back home. Yeah. Well, I'll tell that's, you what. That's difficult.
1: Uh, Texas is not a place I want to be right now. I'm perfectly happy in Colorado. I think the high temperature for today is 56 or something like that. So, oh, um, yeah. Uh, we're, we're good here. Not good. Not good. Yeah. So anyway.
0: I am in uh, Washington University in St. Louis. So we are helping uh the uh the washu team uh developed a uh, a actually we stood up their at their institute for leadership excellence and they are we are uh this week starting two cohorts one is a, a it's a leadership advanced in development and the other one is an emerging leaders program so we're very excited uh they have a great team here and um we graduated uh back in uh, august uh, their previous what they call lead program. And so this is, is going to be good. We're going to talk. And the reason why I'm so excited is because uh, this week we're also going to do a milestone gate review. And I always look forward to milestones uh, gate reviews because we stood up the pro- the project, right, as a vision of what we were going to do And then uh, we build all the stuff, as you know, these project management uh, plans and charters and strategy uh, execution and roadmaps, and we cascade into work breakdown structures, and we put the team together, and we began to execute, and we have faced a lot of things that happen uh, as you manage a project. There are things that happen, and the amazing thing, and I'm so proud of this team, is that, they were able to, you know, because we did risk management and part of their risk management strategy is that you look into the futures and as you look into the futures, you see things that emerge and and then you develop a uh, a risk response and countermeasures. And we did that and we... Uh, we were able to see some of those things, apply you know countermeasures and here we are. Now I get to do a second milestone gate review and that's and the reason I'm excited as I was mentioning is because now I look back and tell the story of this team and all the stuff that they have accomplished. and then of course, uh, some things that uh, we learn along the way and now we prepare for the next future. And so that's um, very exciting.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're having fun. And uh, I'm glad you're in St. Louis where it's nice and crispy. Well, it's not crispy because it's uh, wet, isn't it? Humid? Yeah. Today it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's normal.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my my
1: daughter lives in Missouri, so... uh I, I get all the the weather reports, and she's always sweating. So uh anyway, well, I'm I'm glad you're safe where where you are, and uh, get done what you got to get done, so you can get back to 180 degrees in uh, in San Antonio. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I believe it was last time we talked, uh, our last uh, session, Lugo, that you mentioned a term that I'm not, uh, I have never heard, and that was used mm-hmm. futures used futures i you know that's totally new to me and being the uh, a consistent uh, learner i thought we should talk about that because i have no idea what you're talking about so teach me what the, what are you talking about when you talk about when you mention used futures
0: yeah that's uh, a very good conversation and the reason for that is because when we think about leading we seldom talk about creating a vision that is unique yes we we talk about this as the met uh, as the as a process of leading but we don't we we don't i mean basically in most cases what we do is we take something from somebody else some words from this other person and then we put it together and then we say we are gonna go there and the word sounds very nice because we, we, you know, especially as you go from one organization to the other, uh, and and the mistake that many leaders take or make when they are in that process, because they're not conscious about the this, some of them don't even have a strategy process, and so they're converting a vision that is been it has been borrowed, borrowed from somewhere else or visions that have been borrowed from somebody else, uh, but, they just, but they have not considered the, the the context from how that thing that they're borrowing from uh, happened, how it was created, and so on. And so when we're thinking about uh, or talking about used futures, what we're talking about is, is adopting these visions that have been, grown somewhere else. So let me go from, from the start, right? We know we have talked before about future studies, right? For, foresight is a future study methodology, and we know it's a, it's a systematic study of the possible. Well, we say the possible, the probable, and the preferable futures. And, and we use this because it helps leaders and communities manage uncertainties and then increase their resilience and innovation processes of people or organizations and so on. So so that's futures, right, so what it means. And so now when we are talking about the process of the future exploration in our organization, we wanna be able to understand what is our collective views of the future. Collectively, what we believe is that we think the future or the futures could be and then, based on that, we develop uh, some kind of notion about uh, where we should go. How are we going to navigate the obstacles and the things that are going to emerge in our in our journey? And but we but we know this is what we want to craft, and we craft it, and we you know we follow through. Uh, we battle the monsters, let's put it that way, that giants that come along the way in that journey so we could build this future that we want and it works. Uh, It it works. But when you go and say, uh, and you borrow a future from somewhere else and you try to implement it in your organization, you have completely dislocated this uh, future building from understanding uh, what is it that these people had to battle? Uh, what is native to the, your organization? What are the resources in your organization that can make those things? And, and so that's what we talk about. And I think probably it would be good to talk about some examples, right? But,
1: but uh, and, and before you get mm-hmm. into that, though, what what I'm hearing and and guide me, re, uh, you know, redirect me, re-vector me.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: what what I'm hearing is. or or what I'm like, what I'm thinking is you need some of that so that you're not reinventing the wheel, you know, and you know, we were, you and I served in the, in the air force for many, many, many years. And it seems like every new boss, every new commander came in and reinvented the wheel a lot of the time, not all of the time, because they didn't have time for that, but a lot of the time. And, and, and hence we went backwards because we had already done that. It hadn't worked and, and this new person says, well, I have a new vision, a new uh, uh, future in mind. But that future, we've already done that and it didn't work for us. Now, because probably we didn't take the things that you're talking uh, about, we didn't keep, we didn't think about those things. What, what, what's native to us? What, what can we do? We were trying to do somebody else's thing, but doesn't it help to know what others have done that did work or that did not work so that we don't reinvent it?
0: Well, two things. Uh, vision and futures are two different things, right? Uh, I mean, we we can see visions of what things can emerge. Then we can, uh, w- based on the study of trends, forces, actors in the environment, we can forecast what kind, uh, how the future is going to look. And, or, or we can forecast how we're going to shape the future, the future that we want, and that could be part of a vision. Uh, but the in, in regards to vision, it is a place where you want to be. In some cases, doesn't take into consideration all these other things by, by what we have been studying in regards to building uh, a a vision in, in regards to the strategic process. That's the reason why a lot of people have moved away from strategic planning because it is it's too narrow of a focus focusing on one, you know, this vision or the vision is what our mission is, but how does that look into the future? That's by, defin- by definition how we say vision is, right? is. What we do today, the vision, and then we figure out how is that going to look like in the future, and now we call that vision. But the future is 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 the place where we're going to be. I mean, some of those things that that mission vision is happening in that in the context of all of these other things that are going on, you know, uh, the social, the political, the legal, uh, the economics, I mean, all, all of those things. In regards to your question about are we reinventing the wheel, um, so, and people people say that, I would say that if we believe, is this is what if we believe that some kind of uh, build future from some other generation fits, and it may be something that we collectively wanna be in then then we have to examine the assumptions the strategic assumptions that led to that because for us it may be different the futures of I mean, the time always is in time is a it continuous it's a continuum so it moves and our windows of opportunity move and so when they created these strategic assumptions we gotta understand uh, what was that context and how does that look like right now so for example uh one of the the things that that we're concerned i you know when i study uh cities and and a book that um uh, that i published well obviously pograve mike uh published this as a textbook and it was it was it was called uh smart cities uh and and it was about smart cities but it was called a futures thinking model. My argument was that the smart city uh, concept is a used future, and it is not a good future for most organizations, for most, uh, for most cities in the world. It's not. And so I use some examples in here. Uh, for one of the examples that that uh, that I use is some of the cities in Asia. They they looked at the united states for example and they looked at what we were doing with uh, urbanization and so they they you know they they saw all of those things the western cities uh, to tell you the truth as you know with urbanization we have taken urbanization and gentrification uh to mean many different things right it's, it sounded in concept that this is going to be good but what have we been left with Well, we have been left with uh, absent of green spaces. We have obviously scarcity of water, extreme city sprawls. I mean, look at Houston, for example, urban uh, pollution uh, and then uh, clashes among social groups. I mean, rise of homelessness and and a lot of uh, mayors in our cities here in the U.S. and in Western cities, they have been. They have been dealing with these things and some uh, approaches have been proactively and they have been able to do that, uh, being effective. But in many cases, well, all we can say is the progress has been slow. But this is what happened. So Asian cities uh, took this future, right? This this is what they saw that we were work, living in and they started implementing in, in, in some of these cities. And what we see is the these cities also Got the side effects of what we are living. Like, for example, they're, they're plagued with the same issues. Uh, uh, and then on top of that, something else that we did not account here in the, in, in the West, compared to some of the places, the the migrations of of populations due to the scarcity of some of the things that are happening in the world are creating mega cities and these mega cities in the world have been uh, growing and depleting a lot of the resources so now they're piled with even the issues that we had plus even some more and so that's just of course some a a bad example but and you know i study many cities and you have been in a lot of cities um here's a city that they looked at this concept of smart city and they said, you know what? This sounds great, right? Uh, it sounds great. Information, communication, technology. We were able to provide services to uh, to uh, uh, citizens. will be more, I mean, this was the idea, right? We could use this technology to do greater things for our citizens for, I mean, that's a lofty dream and we should pursue it. But this is how they did it. Instead of taking something from somewhere else and embedding it, they, look, they did something different. And this is the city of Barcelona. And I know you've been in Barcelona. Uh, you travel all, all the world. Uh, but if you look at Barcelona, I've been in Barcelona several times, obviously on vacations. And when I grew up, I mean, when I was in, in Europe, uh, you know, lived many years, 13 years in Europe. Uh, so I study these cities. I always was fascinated. In Barcelona, of course, they speak Spanish. But this is what they did. So they looked at this smart city, but they call it people city, not technology city. Right. So they say so they took this that was supposed to be an information communication technology future, right? Uh embedded, you know, in, in all of that technology. And they said, no, our city is gonna be about people, but we're gonna use this technology to help our citizens. And so what they did, they they came up with a five-part strategy. And uh, one of them was, you know, open data. Of course, everybody has some of that stuff. The other one was about sustaining the city growth. Uh, Another one was focused on social innovation and then promoting alliances. And a lot of cities do this, right? where they promote alliances between universities and research centers and the public and private sector. And then they also had another piece on... Uh, smart services uh, you know services based ICT you know information communication technology and based on that they went to work based on those in, instead of you know they had a concept but they were not going to try to move it in here and just displace the cultural features that make Barcelona so great you know we think about the 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 uh the dancers, the music, the, uh, no, they, this was going to be about people. And so what happened? They ended up in 2015. Uh, of course, you see, they started this journey in 2010, in 2015. So it's five years. And in 2015, they ended up being one of the top cities in, in, in Europe. Actually, they were called the, uh, they earned the, uh, they, they won the European Capital of Innovation. Uh, this was given by the European Commission. In 2015, they took something, right, uh, that and and they say this can be beneficial, but instead of, you know, transplanting it and be plagued with side effects, they decided to think through it and build a people city rather than a smart city. And so that and I think that's a great. That's the place where we should all be when we're thinking about futures. Do not use, do not go for used futures, but learn from what's in there and then adapt it.
1: Yeah. So, so you and I are heading for, for what I heard you say. You and I will be traveling to Barcelona to spend uh, a month on your dime, <laughs> so that we can under, so you can help me understand uh, all of this stuff. Is that is that what you said?
0: That's a lofty vision
1: and uh, a dream. (laughs) And that would be a
0: dream come true, right? I would love to. uh, Yeah, we're going to go. Actually, matter of fact, we're going to be going to Europe and uh, uh, next uh, this month, at the end of this month. So, uh, but Barcelona would be a nice place to go. Okay, I'm I'm thinking, Uh, yeah, I love the city.
1: I I can't even, I don't even want to think about that long plane ride. So uh, we'll uh, consider using a a future of... uh, uh uh, scotty just beaming me there and so i I will just appear there and uh, we'll be good with with that (laughs) i I love that yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) well lugo as you
1: know and i i know that we agree on this one thing that uh a good leader is a continuous learner. So, thanks for taking the right. time to uh, introduce me to that term. And and now I've got something else to uh, to use whenever we argue. Wait a minute, that's a used future. But uh, ah. so yeah, I'll use a double edged sword. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the but the idea is that uh, consider those things that some someone else has thought of other futures, and then apply them in your context, whatever that may be.
0: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Taking into consideration you know, all these things that we talked about, the you know the you know your culture, uh, your critical issues, uh, the aspirations of your people, right, and make some good strategic assumptions and make it a collective vision rather than somebody else's vision and trying to transplant that and and, and just being indifferent yeah. to what the people want to do. Yep. Yep. Or want to be.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That all of us together can be better.
0: Absolutely, uh, and much better than all of us by ourselves.
1: Yes, indeed. We well, need each other. <laughs> you get uh, enjoy your week in St. Louis, and we'll see you next week in San Antonio.
0: All right, Chief. We'll see you soon. You be safe. All righty. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives.
1: If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com.
0: And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.
1: Until next time, be great.